Welcome again to Common Room's Perfect 10 series, a series of 10-minute conversations with Braille and community experts live on Twitter Spaces. I'm Rebecca, the head of community at Common Room, which is the community intelligence platform that helps you build better products, deepen relationships, and grow faster. You can hang out with us and more than 700 DevRel and community leaders in our Uncommon community Slack. So you can find us at commonroom.io slash uncommon. You can also learn more about Common Room itself at commonroom.io. Now, I'm really, really, really excited to introduce Olympia Trumbauer and Kyler Middleton. They both work at IM Pulse. Olympia Trumbauer is the head of community at IM Pulse, and Kyler Middleton is the cloud IM advocate at IM Pulse. Hello, and welcome to Perfect 10. Hello, Rebecca. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. Um, Olympia, I'd love for you to talk a bit about why you brought on a cloud IM advocate and your goals for the role. And then Kyler, I'll ask you a little bit about your experience and what you're excited for in terms of the role. That sounds great. Thank you, Rebecca. First off, kudos to you and your team. This has been so fun to listen to. And again, thank you for having us. Um, we're really excited to just share more. I'll just start first by saying in our um, world, we are really diving into identity and access management, which is a truly challenging space truly challenging domain. And that's a big driver for why we wanted to bring on um, an advocate and why Kyler is on board. You know, the work that we're doing is really working with cloud practitioners on reasoning and demystifying all the complexities that are in IMCs and procedures and configurations. And for us, there's a lot of education in that. What I've heard uh, with previous speakers, which I really what resonates with me and our community strategy is acknowledging the various levels of um, background and technical expertise that practitioners hold, knowing that, you know, there are different ways of meeting people with how they're trying to gain knowledge, especially in a very challenging, complex space. And for us, we have this really, you know, strong belief that the challenge with IM specifically is really as much of a knowledge gap as is a technical gap. And I think that's where an advocate can play a really critical role. Um, and so really, that's what drove us having uh, this open role on our team, which Kyler has just recently filled. And what has been even more awesome for us is that when we launched this community about five, six months ago, we were really scrappy in trying to get folks to contribute some of their IM knowledge and skills through various ways. And Kyler was immediately someone who just showed such enthusiasm for the IM domain, was really eager to contribute and brought a lot of authenticity and even empathy um, in the way that she was presenting her information and sharing with the community. And so our recruitment was actually super easy and seamless and very lucky in that we were able to bring Kyler on board um, to officially to join our team after being such a stellar community member. Um, and then for us, really, some of the goals, and Kyler will go into this in more detail, is just thinking through, you know, again, how do we reach our community members and the broader IM uh, practitioner space with the right kinds of content? Uh, what are the topics in IM that are really important for people to know based on where they are in their experience level? Really, where do they want to upskill in certain areas and what's required on their teams? And so we're tackling that from different ways. And for us, you know, these main principles that we have around authenticity and even bringing joy and fun to the IM space and the practice and the difficulty of the work, uh, that's really rooted in our community. But I'll let Kyler dive into the detail. Needless to say, we're so excited to have her on board and feel truly grateful that, you know, she came on as not only a community member who sat in the seat of a developer and knows some of those trials and tribulations but that her enthusiasm is just coming off the bat, um, really eager to learn and to teach along with our other members. Wow, Olympia, thank you so much for shedding some more like light on the whole context. And I just wanted to point out that joy, fun, and I am are all like three letter words, which is pretty exciting. That they, <laughs> yes, they're all kind of related. 
Um, Kyler, yeah, welcome. Congratulations or well, congratulations to the team and to you for finding each other. Um, I did not realize that you were a community member. Um, and so I'd love almost to talk about that first, like how your experience as a community member is then going to like feed into what you're excited about for this role, for taking on the role. Yeah, absolutely. So I discovered I am both as just a part of my regular role, um, writing blogs, publishing, speaking. I'm just a very social techie person. Uh, and I got the opportunity to work with Olympia and we just gelled right away uh, and wrote some blogs for them. And they said, hey, you know, we're, we're also hiring for someone that would just do this full time, just write blogs and speak and connect with people. And I thought that can't possibly be a job. That sounds amazing. Um, and I just kind of dove in and <laughs> started doing it. Uh, but it's been so fun. And I, I definitely cheated the interview process um, inside track for anyone, just uh, communi- uh, participating communities. And you can uh, really hack the interview process to get into places because they get to know you. Yeah, absolutely. You've sort of been interviewing without knowing it for perhaps, you know, the, for the, the past one month, two months, six months. <laughs> uh-huh. Absolutely. And it's been, it's been so fun. My background is, is farming. I grew up in a very rural uh, Midwest area. And I just sort of taught myself computers and, and I know that's a story that a lot of people have but I experienced firsthand how many boundaries there are to people that don't fit the archetype of, of what you should be you know you should be um, middle class or higher you should have computers everywhere you should have a background in a, in a college degree in, in software engineering and if you don't it's hard to break into this industry and it's hard to succeed and I think that's something that it that drives me and that Olympia and I've connected on in incentivized courses we want to build things to help people get there to cross those boundaries and empower them to, to build a career and build a life around this. Yeah, I am. Um, I want to highlight a recent post that you made um, and you've you know only been here for at I am pulse for, for a short amount of time. So also kudos on that. Um, but you know, you had this, I'll give this example that you're like AWS resource and I am policies are very long JSON docs. Um, and from my past at AWS, I know that these, <laughs> some pain around AWS resource provisioning I am policies and you were like, what if you could use Terraform to construct those docs? And like, ha- like just imagine that how much safer and more resilient of a way that would be to maintain critical policies that are critical to an organization's privacy, reliability, success, you know, permissioning, um, those sorts of things. And so one, congrats on already publishing some some content out, out there into the world and on behalf of like building up this IMD muscle. It might not feel sexy to a lot of folks, but it is so critical and necessary. And I like how you and Olympia are talking about how, you know, it can be joy and fun and I am. Um, and so I think bringing light to that type of content can help make it feel that way. I'm wondering if there, if you're looking across your first, you know, 30 to 90 days in terms of the content that you're building and the advocacy across the community that you want to build, um, are there any other spe- specific content topics or resources or programs that you're hoping to kick off or tackle first? I know Olympia will have a lot more to say on this. She has long plans, but my my short-term, medium-term goals here are just build resources and documentation to empower people. It's it's so difficult to, um, you sort of move from the dictionary definition of what services are in the cloud, and then you find the AWS docs, and it's like reading in the Encyclopedia Britannica, you know, and there's <laughs> no middle ground for, for building a resource and then also securing it. And you end up just finding blogs all over the internet. And so we're hoping to centralize a lot of the expertise from people all over in one place so it's easy to find and we can just become sort of this goldmine of pre-built policies and pre-built security recommendations and also host a bunch of great information for people and have a community there. And I'll hand off to Olympia because I know she has lots more to rip on. 
you're totally spot on, Kyler and Rebecca. I appreciate your comments too on, um, you know, just being able to one have you know the the technical content that Kyler is turning out, but also rooted in I think two other things that are really important to us as a community and what we're really hoping to bring to the table is making IM simple and accessible. I think that's the other thing when Kyler talks about how you know difficult it can be is what content can we generate in either you know bite size, small bite chunks, but also the, kind of the longer, more technical things that people are asking for. Again, based on really honoring the different levels of expertise um, and also thinking about the different cloud providers that folks are working in. We're currently really focused on AWS. That's where a lot of folks work. Um, but also acknowledging, you know, we want to be a space where everyone truly feels welcome to come and where they can find these really well done resources from other members, but also curated by our team. And that's really sort of where we want to play a role is in that curation space, the facilitation space and driving people to hopefully an area um, in terms of our website itself where they can go and see various perspectives and use cases that would be helpful in their day to day, whether it could help answer a question right away or kind of be a jumping off point. But needless to say, we have lots of big plans. As you can tell, we love experimenting and having fun with content. And, you know, we love us some good puns too. So if you have some I am puns, keep them coming our way. Oh my gosh, I am a sucker for puns. Um, <laughs> I, I will definitely be thinking about that through the rest of the day. I'm actually going to be distracted from our last two conversations just trying to think of I am puns. Um, <laughs> well, so welcome to, to half of our work day. <laughs> yes. You know, you talked about curation um, and, and curating the right pieces of content to make it like an accessible library for folks. Do you have any um, like processes in place for evaluating what makes a really great accessible piece of content um, for an audience member, right, for, for a learner? Is there anything in particular that's top of mind for you in terms of being like, to me, to us, a great piece of content has, you know, X, Y, and Z in order to make it uh, accessible and useful for a broad audience? Yes, great question. I think a couple components um, play into this and Kyler will let you jump in here too. But I think one is obviously, you know, having a one an authentic voice, but also a voice where there's a point of view. I think it's really important to know, you know, where that person is coming from as they're writing their content. What are the things that they're truly struggling with and what are the barriers that are in their way and how through that content, whether it's a technical article or even just a simple reflective blog post um, to give people that grounding perspective. I think the other thing is, you know, we are dealing in a space where code, code blocks are really important policy documents. A lot of these reference tools, you know, what are you using that's helpful for you? What would you recommend? And what are the things that are actually working? Um, that's another thing with the content. And as we look at that, and as we build our library of resources, frankly, what are other folks talking about? What are other practitioners using? You know, Twitter is an excellent uh, platform to look at what's trending in terms of the newest open source tools or what people are finding um, and thinking about as they're coming up with these challenges in IAM configurations. Uh, and then the other thing I'll say in terms of content, and I think this is where Kyler has been so helpful for us, is taking very difficult um, actual, you know, practice uh, in the practice of IAM, these different principles, these different concepts and simplifying it, just making it easier to understand in a way that's relatable, especially given a lot of our audience and our, a lot of our members are actually international. And I always try and keep that at the front of my mind is how do we make this simple and accessible and again, fun. Um, but I think for content, that's really the things that we look at is the voice, you know, the, the technicality behind the work, how it's actually being used, what's working, and then also just making it accessible for all. I think accessibility is just critical. It, it's particularly prevalent in tech, but really it's just a human thing. You assume your readers, your, your person you're speaking to is just like you and has that shared base of knowledge. And that's often very not true because of how broad cloud is. So I, I love to see articles that define their terms. Uh, they don't use jargon that people might not be familiar with um, and just uplift the people that read them so that they can learn 
how to speak the language and how to do the thing that you're showing them how to do. Yeah, I love that. I think um, having worked with Jeff Barr a lot, and then actually our next speaker, um, James Beswick, who who creates excellent content, there's also probably like a visual component to that, right? It's like you can talk about, let's say, code, but then like maybe just take a, a photo of the actual like code snippet or like a, a screenshot of like where you're actually at so that you can help orient someone both in words and in visuals. I love to embed GitHub code in everything I write. Like everything I do is there's a Terraform snippet that shows how to do it because I think that's a, it's a, you know, there's visual, there's audio, there's reading, but there's also running stuff. There's experimentation. And if you can go and learn it yourself, go and break things and build things, that helps me learn quickly. And I think it will help others too. Yeah, absolutely. So in our last minute, two things, uh, you're writing blog posts, um, just crushing it curious if there's other mediums you're excited about or that you've heard from your community members they're excited about in terms of ways to learn and then where can we find more about y'all I love that question because you've definitely teed us up Rebecca <laughs> thank you and that we are about <laughs> to launch um, very soon so please stay tuned a new feature on our website where to your point about visuals and your point about learning um, we're actually going to launch a really cool policy document section and so we're hoping that folks will check that out they'll see what we already have um, going on in terms of the beginnings of a library of curated policy docs and contribute as well so again we're really trying to meet folks where they are um, and also bring on more community contributions based on what people are facing in their work. The other thing we're really excited about is as we get more members, we're launching more programs through video content, things like demos, um, what folks are you know seeing in their day to day and how they can walk other people through some of these problem solving challenges and scenarios. So more to come there. Uh, we're pretty active here on Twitter um, at Check I Am Pulse and then on LinkedIn as well. But we are so excited to have um, you know, Kyler help us through this and uh, bring, you know, bring that enthusiasm and we're always game for talking IM and talking shop with folks. Well, thank you so much, both Kyler and Olympia um, for sharing about your work at IM Pulse. And again, um, welcome to IM Pulse. It's so exciting to have, uh, I, I know I'm, I don't work there, but it's so exciting to have you on board, Kyler. Um, and thanks for joining us today. And yeah, exciting to see these new features roll out. What a, again, a serendipitous moment that we get to talk to you about it today. Thanks so much, Rebecca.